Pat is in today. Our special happens tonight, and uh, I have uh, I'm sick to my stomach today um, on some of the things I have to tell you. Uh, but we'll get to that here in a second. First, let me tell you about our spotlight sponsor. Uh, losing your hair sucks. Just sucks. I mean, I think I'm getting to the point where it's almost a comb over now. I mean, I just, it's like, I've always felt like I look like I wore a wig. Um, but, uh, oh my gosh. Anyway. You need to call the president's guy find out how he does that. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> uh, the cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. And the FDA has approved true two hair treatment products to help control your DHT and prevent your hair loss. It even re-triggered hair growth in some people, a good percentage of people. Until now, the products are very expensive. They required a doctor's visit, but not anymore. And it keeps, K-E-E-P-S, uh, dot com uh, is where you can go and you can get these hair products. Uh, they're 90% effective, totally affordable, and you get half off when you get started with Keeps. Keep your hair without leaving your couch. They'll ask you a few questions online, snap a few pictures of your hair. A licensed doctor is going to review it and then recommend the hair loss treatment for you, and it's shipped right to your door. If you're tired of losing your hair? Get the free, line, free online doctor consult. 50% off your first order at keeps.com slash save. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Do it now. So did what the president do, was it impeachable? Well, they say that he called because he wanted an investigation continued. He wanted an investigation started. And it wasn't just about Joe Biden and his son. He made it very clear in the phone call and the media and the DNC doesn't seem to remember that. They make it all about Joe Biden, but it's not about Joe Biden. He said there is corruption and I'm concerned, Said he said to the Ukrainian president, that you are even surrounded yourself now with people that you don't understand. And you need to be careful. And I urge you to look it in. And if you don't look into it, let's just go as far as saying there was quid pro quo. If you don't look into it, we're not giving you any money. Well, is that a problem? I want to give you the elevator pitch in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. My team spoke with my Patriot Supply the other day. We were discussing how prepared people are um, and, and how they are today in comparison to, you know, 2010. Many people have stopped preparing because Obama left the White House. And uh, as if everything we were preparing for had to do with him. I am here to tell you that mentality is dead wrong. <sighs> I'm kind of sick to my stomach today. I haven't felt like this. I, I, don't, I don't know when. I am... Uh, I have things that we're going to share with you in the next two weeks, and I haven't been myself. A friend said to me, Yesterday, who has been staying with us, they said, um, you changed on Sunday and you haven't been the same. And it's true. I haven't been. 
because what I am uncovering and what I am going to present to you, I do not want to show you. We'll talk about a little bit of it later today, but trust me, you must be prepared. There are people trying actively to destroy this nation and due process and privacy and the Constitution. What do you think is going to happen if they succeed? And they are much closer to success than you think. We prepare because we understand the threats that we are facing are bigger than any single person or any single factor. Please prepare your families. Save $70 on a two-week food kit with guaranteed two-day delivery. Preparewithglenn.com. The offer is not going to last, but here's the good news. My Patriot Supply will. If you don't think you can appear, prepare, uh, afford to prepare, well, just go to My Patriot Supply. They have payment plans and options that will fit any budget, so don't wait. Go ahead and let go of the chaos. Be ahead of it. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Tonight, we do our special, uh, and we are making this free. It will be on my Facebook page. It will be on my YouTube page. It will be on blazetv.com. We are making it free so everyone can see it, and it is part two of our special on Ukraine. And this one is called Democracy Does Die in Darkness. Now, I, I want to start where we're going to start the special. I'm going to just give you quickly what America must decide. Right now, we are being told that Donald Trump did something that was only in his interest. He was just trying to get Joe Biden. But I want to ask you a couple of questions. Is it in our national interest to track down the loss of $7 billion in U.S. aid. Can you imagine what can be done with $7 billion? Look at a billion dollars on the tarmac for Iran and see what they can do with that. This is seven times that. Is it, our, is it in our interest to, to look at at governmental corruption and let the chips fall where they may Republican Democrat doesn't matter should we look at corruption should we look at foreign agents directly influencing the 2016 election I'm on board with looking into Russia they didn't find anything I was surprised by that they didn't find anything so why wouldn't we look at election uh, interference when two people have already been tried and convicted, one is on tape saying, yeah, I, I helped. He's inside the government of Ukraine. Yes, I helped the DNC and Hillary to try to pull down Trump. Why wouldn't we? Is it in our national interest? Or should we just let that slide by and assume that that's not going to happen in 2020? Is it in our interests? to find out if politicians are indeed colluding with foreign governments to steal from the American treasury? Is it an American interest to find out if the unlawful use of U.S. ambassadors, presidential power, 
embassy personnel, national intelligence agencies, State Department, in collusion with foreign agencies and NGOs to not only enrich certain individuals and affect the election, but to do more than I am willing to tell you today. But I will. You have to ask yourself, America, Biden's quid pro quo, because that's what it was. We're not going to, if I get onto that plane, you're not going to get the money. You can't do that. Really? Call the White House. The president and the vice president, quid pro quo. We will not give you the money that is approved to come your way if you do not fire this prosecutor. So what was he saying? You must stop the investigation on the $7 billion, stop the investigation on collusion, corruption, interference in a U.S. election. You must stop the investigation on Burisma, even if that includes my son or not, or we don't pay $1 billion. You must stop looking at corruption, or we do not give you $1 billion. That was the quid pro quo. What was Trump's quid pro Quid pro quo? Well, it was simple. Investigate those things or we won't give you the money. Now, Trump says that didn't happen, but I celebrate if it did. Which one was in the national interest? To investigate where the hell our money went? To investigate who was involved? To investigate why the, uh, the embassy was blocking prosecutors to come talk to our DOJ? Was that in our national interest? Or is it in our national interest to say, yes, we won't give you any more money unless you investigate these things? Tonight, this special... I'm having really, I'm having a very difficult time. I, um, we started researching something in 2009. And in preparing this special tonight, a name came forward that we found and we all said, why do I know this person? And it is because we were investigating what that person was doing in 2009. And we didn't understand it. And we failed to follow up. And that has grown into stage four terminal cancer. I can't tell you about it tonight for two reasons. One, we are not finished buttoning up because we want to make sure everything. We are going through court documents. We're going through uh, documents from... Uh, the last administration that had been released through FISA. This one we have to get right. But it is... Everything the left says that we have become, everything that they say we are, we now are. Because of what the left has done. I mean this sincerely. 
I struggle every day in the last four days as I see this all come together. I don't know how I'm ever going to be able to fly the American flag in front of my house anymore. I don't know how you will. I don't know how to tell the troops that they should go in and do things. This is so far beyond the president, and it is why they are fighting so hard. And quite honestly, I don't have a seat, nor do I want one. But I do not have a seat anywhere near the administration. And the administration is the only one that will be able to do anything or can do anything about it. But he is so surrounded by people inside that will thwart him every step of the way. Because when you see what this is, you will see that this is... This is cancer that I don't even know if we can cut out. But only a radical mastectomy will cure this. Tonight, I ask you to watch this free special. It is part two. We did the chalkboard a month ago. And this is the, if you will, decoder ring that you are going to need in the future. Tonight, I'm going to lay out what the Democrats are, what their case is against Donald Trump. And how they are framing it. And once you see what their case is, and then how they're framing it. Knowing what you know from our last special with the chalkboard, you will see how there are giant holes in that case that can only be understood if you understand the whole timeline. They want you to focus on a very small part. They want you to focus on 18 months. You cannot understand this story, as I told you, as you will find in episode three. This predates, honestly, even the Obama administration. This idea had been going around for a long time, and it was the Obama administration, along with Hillary Clinton, that put this into motion. But you need to see tonight, first, what their case is in context of all of the history. Then... I'm going to show you tonight the media. Now, I've always thought the New York Times would have spin. I always thought that they would give you one side, not necessarily the other. But I never, ever thought that en masse they would make things up out of thin air that they would be ballsy enough to make things up. It's not just the New York Times, it's the Washington Post, it's, it's all of it. And I know some might say I'm naive, but I'm not. I read an awful lot. I read the left. 
And I see many times where we'll accuse the left of not reporting on something and they will have reported on it. They just won't stand on it. It'll just be one story in the paper, but they will report on it. And we say, well, they never reported this. They did. This is different. I can't help but think that uh, I'm making the same mistakes that Kurt Garon made in 1930. You can look that reference up yourself. In two weeks, we will put the final piece together. I would, I would ask you to watch tonight because you need to understand the game that the DNC is playing and you need to understand how the media is working with them if you don't if you cannot understand what their true objective is and how they're doing it you won't be able to follow this and you won't be able to fight for your country i ask you to watch but i also ask you do not trust me or anyone else Trust yourself. Trust your own intellect. But you have to work for it. You can't just go online and look at things and just take one source. You have to look for it. And I beg you to look for original sources because there are bad guys on all sides. Watch tonight and join us, please, at The Blaze. A $20 discount code today, GB20OFF is the promo code at blazetv.com, blazetv.com. Save $20 when you sign up for a year at GB20OFF. If you want to watch it for free, we welcome you to do that. It's on our uh, Facebook page and it is on our YouTube page. It will air at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, live. Bill's a runner. When he's in the race, he usually gets second or third. Lives in Colorado. Most of his races are up in the mountains. Not a surprise a year ago when he injured his knee during a downhill section of the race in which he was running more than 12 miles an hour. Well, fortunately, Bill uh, listens to this program and he knew about Relief Factor and he began taking it immediately and daily. He's not the type of guy to let something like that keep him from doing what he loves. And Relief Factor was, was there to help him take that stand or take that run. Today, Bill continues to run his races through the mountains, knowing about taking Relief Factor helped him to get his life back, and it can help you too. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain. It works for 70% of the people who take it, and it only costs nineteen ninety five to start the three-week quick start. If you want a drug-free, natural way to reduce your pain, please check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. So Pat is uh, joining us today. Stu is uh, out in California. Uh, I just wanted to look at the pretty fires, I think. 
uh, and uh, he's out at Disneyland for a couple of uh, couple of days. And so Pat is joining us. Hello and welcome, Pat Gray. Thank you. How are you? Oh, hmm. I'm fired up now. After. You're fired up. I am fired up. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was happy. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy. Uh, I don't know how to sell this, Pat. I don't know yeah, what to hard. say. I don't it's know hard. what to say. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to do this. I don't want to look at this. I don't want to believe this. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's not fun. No. But it's necessary. Yes. I mean, we need to know what's happening. And so we can be prepared. You are going to, you're going to, you're going to, you will understand this. Um, oh. I don't know if this is part of what you addressed tonight. Why isn't the administration presenting it in this way i don't know forget about the quid pro quo thing talk about the national interest talk about we had to do this because we don't want to squander another seven billion dollars because i don't why is that so difficult i don't know if if he i i know that he knows what was going on Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he understood the depth of it, and he gets focused on him because yeah, everyone is yes. focused on him. Mm-hmm. And so he's just defending himself. He should not be doing that. Although this would be a great defense for himself because if this he takes it out best, of the, you take is, it out of politics, you got no problem at all. No. I you know, I'm starting this special tonight with a recap of the OJ Simpson trial. They had DNA. They had blood in his car. They had footprints. They had everything. Mm -hmm. But what did that trial come down to? Came down to whether or not the glove fit. Yes. The glove had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. They had everything. They had everything. But because people had made that about black and white, because the African-American community had made that about... You know what? I just want the man to hit him. I just want him to be able to hit the man. I mm. want this guy to go free. They convinced their, themselves that it was about the glove and that he was innocent. But you see now those same people say, oh, he was guilty as sin. Mm-hmm. And we let a murderer go through because we were emotional about it. Yep. They are presenting the glove. And they're telling you, focus on the glove. I'm telling you, there is blood splatters everywhere. And we'll show that to you tonight. We will take their case that they're trying to show you, it's the glove, it's the glove, it's the glove, the glove fits. No, it's not about the glove. It's about the DNA. You've got to take emotion out of this and see what is being really, truly done to our country and to our country's good name. Tonight, join us. Tell a friend. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Okay, I've I've learned this from uh, running my own business. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And that's a problem with a lot of small businesses. And I've been through it because there's a hodgepodge of business systems, one for accounting, one for sales, one for inventory. Even though they're all supposed to be integrated, the truth of the matter is none of them ever seem to be speaking the same language to one another. And you can never get it on the same page. I can't, Man, I can't tell you how long I said, I need a dashboard. I need to see all of these things before I make any decisions. Well, couldn't be done. Now it can. NetSuite has it. 
and it is fantastic. Gives you visibility on everything in your business. You'll save time, money, unnecessary headaches. You can manage sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR, all of it from your desktop or your phone. And the companies that use NetSuite tend to grow three times faster than the S&P 500. Please just check it out. I want you to go to netsuite.com slash Beck. You're going to get a, a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. It's netsuite.com slash Beck. Hopefully we've got your attention now, so don't miss Glenn's special tonight on Ukraine. 8 o'clock Eastern, use GB20 off for $20 off. So I need a little pick me up, Stu I, I, or Pat. I need a. I need something. Uh, I need something like Al Sharpton. Did you hear? <laughs> did you hear Al Sharpton uh, try to tell the story about Al Baghdadi? I, I I did. You did. I yeah. did. Did you yeah. enjoy it as much as I, I did? I very much yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, so I thought we would. We would just because I like to get some of the heaviness uh, off of the plate um, as I prepare for the special tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, let's just play that again. Could we please play the Al-Baghdadi's Al uh, audio? President Trump said that because of the killing of Al-Baghdadi, Baghdadi, <laughs> that the world is a better place. Ow. And Sandwich I baggies. would give credit to he and those that were responsible for it. But we have a lot again. of work that must that? still be done in the area of terrorism. Yeah, right. In the same area of the world where Al-Baghdadi Baghdadi was... <laughs> Where Al Bag of Bones, Al was bagging groceries, Al was bagging Beyonce. And let me ask you, why was traffic problems email sent to Bag of Bones? Uh, Al Bagnagni. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? How how long have we been talking about Al Baghdadi? It's yeah. 15, 10 years anyway. Yeah, yeah. Surely 10 years. Now, I'm a guy who butchers everybody's name. Everybody's name. But I eventually you, so, you, you yeah, learn. I do. But I am so happy Al Sharpton <laughs> is too. out there to deflect. Me too. Wow. <laughs> And you know it's coming, too. As soon as he comes to the name Al-Baghdadi, no way he's getting that. No. <laughs> no no way. way. No way. No way. We have a couple uh, of other uh, super, super classics from uh, from a guy who clearly is qualified to be on television to tell you the news. <laughs> no question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Play something. All right. Resist. We much. Yes. We must. And, They're yeah. all jitty about a shutdown. <laughs> the tortoise in the race. Then co-author of Hubris. You two lead singer Bono. Fran Drescher. Sigonoy Weaver. Suspect <laughs> Jahar Sanaev. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. The show Rush Lombard hosts Supreme Court <laughs> Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Is Mike, is Mike uh, Muckery yesterday Antonini, Antonini 
Scalia, Kim <laughs> Kardashian, and the Republican candidates. Both Cairo oh. and Benghazi. We rank behind Latvia, uh, Lavita. First stop, <laughs> Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, to college students in Beijing. He's getting lunch at Chipotle in, in Iowa. Maine is appropriate. The GOP's tax day giveaway to millionaires. Why was traffic problems email, email sent? The <laughs> Environmental Projection Agency. And what sequestration has done. Amazing. <coughs> That's what he coughed up, the furball, at the end of the broadcast. <laughs> 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 this didn't even have this one. Michael Ziha Michael Ziha Beelzebub. <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? Michael Ziha <laughs> Beetlejuice. It was, uh, remember that, uh, it was Michael Ziha Bebo. It was uh, some terrorist. Uh, I, you know, I've never, I've, <laughs> I, uh, you can't even understand who he's actually trying to say. What did no. he call Kardashian? Did you hear that? That was I did. I, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's just it's the one that really. I, I love the fact that he couldn't get a Supreme Court justice's name right, or Rush Limbaugh, or Rush Limbaugh, who's <laughs> been Bog. around for Rush Limbaugh years. <laughs> wow. At, at some point, I remember after he, a, after uh, Maya Angelou, who was a good friend of his, when she died, he couldn't get her name correct. He mess. He mangled her name. Uh, he here's, wait, wait, wait. Here's here's Kim Kardashian. All right. Kim Kardashian and the Republican. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> he loves Kim Kardashian. Uh, and then after, uh, I think this was after the death of Aretha Franklin. So in the words of my oh, late friend this. Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. That's a good idea. Respect. Let's, let's do that. It's what? in the lyric of the song. <laughs> no, it's not in the lyric. It's it the is hook. The lyric. Yes. It is the hook of the song. Jeez. It's the main point of the song. Crazy. Oh, thank Amazing. you for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. See, I can be grateful for Al Sharpton. Yes. You can be grateful for anything that comes your way. <laughs> Oh, okay. Tonight uh, on the special, we're going to go through uh, three facts. Uh, the three facts that the media has taken. And and honestly, when I heard some of these, I went, whoa, wait a minute. I thought we had this nailed down. Is our research wrong? Have they changed? And the one that, the one that started it uh, was that uh, Lusenko is a liar. And the entire case is a conspiracy theory. You'll hear this all the time, the Republicans' conspiracy theory. And the reason why they say that, they base it on one thing. Now, Lusenko was the guy that replaced the guy that Joe Biden fired. Now, remember, Joe Biden had him fired because he wanted an end to the prosecution or the, the investigation in what happened to our $7 billion into Burisma, uh, into the 2016 uh, election, all of the things that were starting to brew up around that, okay? Mm -hmm. And he, this guy was on the path to find some answers. Biden goes over and says, you got to stop right now or I hold withhold another billion dollars from you. So he stopped. Then Biden said, and they got somebody good. Remember that? 
mm-hmm. then they got somebody good in there that we can trust. Yeah. So this is the guy. And that was Lutsenko. That was Lutsenko. So Lutsenko comes out and says, I got to tell you, uh, the, the ambassador to the U.S. is dirty. I have information that will show that the DNC Ukrainian officials gathered dirt on Donald Trump. I have information that the Ukrainian officials um, uh, admitted on tape and were convicted of influencing an election. I have evidence of misappropriation of seven billion U.S. dollars. I have U.S. officials interfered uh, with the cases in Ukraine, telling us what to do, what not to do. Um, We have records that show Burisma sent three million dollars to Hunter Biden. What did this what did this ambassador do? This ambassador instead made sure that there were no visas coming and would not transmit that information. And there would be no visas for the investigators to go meet and deliver this evidence to the DOJ. Okay. Then she went a step further. She met with Lusenko. When she got to town, she called Lusenko into her office. And she gave him a do not prosecute list. And on that was an NGO and George Soros. The George Soros NGO. But also... Other oligarchs and other American citizens that were not allowed to be prosecuted. Hmm. But also, she said, I'm not delivering any of these things. Now, he said, Lusenko said this happened. Well, the press is saying, no, he retracted that. Did he? Because when I heard the New York Times say that, I thought, oh, my gosh, well, that I mean, that's a big deal. If he retracted that, that's a big deal. Tonight, I'm going to show you the lie of the Washington Post, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and everyone else. You will, you've seen some bad things from the media, but you won't believe how they did this. Also, Ukrainian officials never interfered with the U.S. election. That is on their fact check and saying that's completely false. We show you the documentation. We show you how the media is spinning and lying this. We're not, ju- we're not just trying to expose. We need you to understand how they're doing it. Because we have to teach you how to do your own homework. How to look for these things. Because if you hear these, if you watch our chalkboard and then you hear these, and you hear them over and over and over and over and over again, and you don't know how to find if that's true or not, you just end up believing it. So we're going to show you this tonight, and it is really important that you get the keys to these things uh, and you understand the media. Tonight, democracy does die in darkness. Can you see that that's maybe a little snarky? Tad. Tad. Yeah. Yeah. Democracy does die in darkness, uh, and you can save twenty dollars with the promo code GB twenty off. Um, all right, we're going to go through some of the other news of the day. They they actually passed the uh, impeachment fill in the blank because we don't know what it is because it doesn't actually officially do anything. So they passed that yesterday, but they also passed something that I hope the Republicans take on, and that is the House such cowards 
the House decided this was the time to stand against Turkey for the Armenian genocide. <laughs> Good. Now, they don't expect that to go to the, the uh, Senate or to the president. They just pass this resolution because, well, they can now and, and, and still claim cover. But I hope the Senate mm. does the same thing. Taking on Turkey and saying, yeah, you did commit genocide. That's a very big deal. We'll go into that coming up in a minute. Everybody loves getting a personalized gift, and it doesn't get more personal than a DNA kit. <laughs> hey, spit in this in this little tube, will you? <laughs> wow. Nothing says love than swap and spit. Uh, this is actually a great gift uh, to give at Christmas time, especially because you will be there with your family. You could, you might want to even give it a few weeks early. I don't know. We had a great time waiting for the results to come in. Um, but maybe you give it now and have the results ready to go and you open them together as a family at Christmas because it led us to all kinds of family stories and everything else. It was great. Now, it's not just an ancestry kit. It's an ancestry and health kit. You'll get more than 150 uh, personalized genetic reports, including insights to your health. And with more than 1,500 geographic reason, uh, regions, 23andMe is the most comprehensive ancestry breakdown on the market. And you don't pay more for the trait reports. 23andMe Ancestry and Trait Services has 30 trait reports included. Easy-to-use Family Tree Builder uses your DNA to start building your family tree so you can spend Thanksgiving sharing your results with friends and family. It is fantastic. 23andMe, making every day feel like Black Friday because their health and ancestry kit is now 50% off all November long. That's only $99. To better know who you are, you need to know where you came from. Order yours at 23andMe.com slash Beck. That's the number 23andMe.com slash Beck. 23andMe.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Uh, we were just talking here about um, Facebook and Google and and YouTube and what they're doing facebook is back at it again i the uh apple is apple is now going back through all the siri recordings with their customers mm -hmm. and we they just had a problem with this a short while ago and they said okay we're not going to have humans listen to that anymore we're going to do that with with bots and our algorithm is just for our algorithm thing well the humans are listening to your recordings again how, uh, do we, that is, how do we know that? That's just to figure out the the voice recognitions. They admitted it. They admitted it. What? What Here the? they are in the midst of trying to say that they're the big, we're the big privacy people. Oh, we want the iPhone to be just intimate. It's just your stuff, and we're going to protect your stuff. And here they are going through the, the Siri recordings I again. I want a law passed 
that my stuff, my information, my uh, metadata belongs mm-hmm. to me. If I want to sell it, I'll sell it. Right. But right. you negotiate. We could even start a thing to where, you know, it's done in a block. Hey, you want to everybody want to sell their metadata? You can sell your metadata and this company will get the best price for it as blocks. Right. But I own it. And I don't know why we don't pass that law. We keep talking about how to control these companies. That's the way to do it. Shut them off of all of our information. But nobody wants to nobody do Nobody wants to do that. No. Nobody is. It's so bizarre because that Google nobody in, and Apple are all in bed with the government right yes. now anyway. So yes. they don't need to. Yes. Chi, did you see where all of the Hillary Clinton people went? They all went to these big tech companies like Google and Facebook, huh. YouTube. Isn't that amazing That's how, interesting. That, how that happened? Hmm. Gee, but they're not in bed with the government at no, all. No, no, that's silly. No. What? That's a, it's conspiracy talk. That's, yeah. that's Trump conspiracy talk. I mean, I, mean I, I was frustrated back in 2008 and 2009 when we were like, mm-hmm. they're lying to you. You're not going to get $2,500 back. This is going to cost you more on your health care. Yeah. And it's going to do this and this and this. And then they're going to come around either next election or the election after and say, yeah, well, we need to go fully to a single payer system. And here they are saying it on tape and nobody wanted to pay attention. It was all conspiracy. <laughs> it was all though. conspiracy. And now here it is. Here we are again. We're like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What are you doing? If my wife says one more time, Siri, call. And I'm like, why are you using Siri? It's mm-hmm. just so easy. <laughs> what is wrong with you? No. It's amazing what we've given up for comfort and ease. Isn't yeah, it? it is. It is. Because we just don't think anything will happen. No. But we're there. Well, I don't care if they're listening. I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, you're not the one who decides whether What's that wrong. was wrong or That's not. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, eh, not really a good idea. No. All right. More uh, from the news, including the attack now on boomers. The the, uh, younger generations don't like boomers oh so much. We'll tell you about that. And we have King of the Boomers, Nick DiPaolo, joining us in just a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Everything I'm supposed to say. Yeah, I want to, you know, I want to play that for uh, Nick, um, but I also want to play the SNL thing because I think they're tied together. I think people are missing the point. I think that shows the difference between the guy who just won the Mark Twain prize and a dope and not a good comedian on SNL. I think trying to do kind of the same thing. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's just not skilled enough right. to do it. Right. So uh, so he's in trouble. And, I mean, the Mark Twain Prize, that's a huge deal. Yeah. And Chappelle, how he is seconds. standing is... It's incredible. Probably because he's so talented. Yeah. He's so talented. Uh, same thing with Nick DiPaolo, because if you watch the Nick DiPaolo special, you're like, how is this guy even allowed oh, for sure in a bathroom mm-hmm. let alone on stage uh because he is just so politically incorrect i think it's talent you've got to be really funny 
Uh, Nick DiPaolo joins us here in uh, just a second. We're going to talk about uh, this, uh, also the impeachment of Trump. Obama is now shooting down woke political purists. Oh, Oh, I cannot believe it. I can't believe it. All that and more coming up. Entertainment and mm. <laughs> oh, hey. Democracy does die in darkness, Washington Post. Yeah, it does. Uh, maybe that's what the judge was thinking when he said, you know, I think we're going to reopen uh, that case. We're going to reopen the Nick Sandman case. Remember him from uh, Kentucky that was standing on the stairs of the Lincoln Memorial with the Native American banging the drum in his face? First, they threw that case out against the uh, uh, Washington Post. Well, it's been refiled, and the judge went, yeah, yeah, I think so. Go ahead, sue the Washington Post, because democracy does die in darkness. It's the name of our special tonight, by the way. You can see it free on YouTube and Facebook, and also you can watch it on blazetv.com. More on that, and Nick DiPaolo coming up. In this one minute. Is the Glenbeck program. Okay, this is great. Now VPN has been breached. VPN compromise, the very thing that Wi Fi users rely on to help keep them private online. You got to hand it to cyber, cyber criminals. They are working around the clock. Thankfully, there is a VPN that you can choose that comes from the trusted leader in consumer cybersecurity, and it is Norton Secure VPN. Now, this VPN uses bank-grade encryption to help block the hackers from stealing the information you send and receive over Wi-Fi. It's part of the multiple layers of protection that you will get with Norton 360. Norton 360 is something that will include the Norton Secure VPN, device security, a password manager, and a lot more. So don't risk compromising your online privacy with the wrong VPN. Get the VPN that's part of the all-in-one protection that you need for today's connected world. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for cyber safety. Sign up today and save 50% off the Norton 360 at Norton.com slash Beck. That's 50% off Norton 360 at Norton.com slash Beck. We go to the one, the only, Nick DiPaolo, comedian, host of the Nick DiPaolo Show. You can find him at nickdip.com, nickdip.com. Uh, he, that's where you can see his comedy special, and I, I warn you, it it is battery acid on the PC. It is, uh, woo, don't know how you're standing, but God bless you, Nick. Actually, I'm not. As you can You're, see, I'm sitting. Right, right. It's been an exhausting fight. Right. Uh, Dave, as a white, straight male, it's uh, it's a lot tougher. Right. Uh, Dave Chappelle just got the Mark Twain uh, Award, which is our nation's highest honor for comedy, is it not? Uh, I thought it was the Kathy Griffin Award. No. Which was the highest. <laughs> well, no, no it, I uh... don't think. I think that used to be in the last administration. Uh, so so he just won this, and, and here's what he said. And I can't believe the guy who is standing at the Kennedy Center 
to be able to get the the Mark Twain Award in today's yeah. climate is asked about PC, and here's what he says. Political correctness has its face, its place. Excuse me. We all want to live in a polite society. We just have to kind of work on the levels and come to an agreement of what that actually looks like. I personally am not afraid of other people's freedom of expression. I don't use it as a weapon. It just makes me feel better, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. Everything I'm supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now let me take you to Saturday Night Live and a clip that aired this. I know, I know. A clip that aired this weekend. Listen to this. Yeah, at first I thought Kanye was losing his mind, and now I feel like he's fine. He's just turning into an old white lady. (laughs) I mean, he used to be like one of the coolest black dudes on earth. Now he's showing up to events in sweatpants and orthopedic sneakers, (laughs) listening to Kenny G and trying to get black people to like Trump. It's like, how long before this guy changed his name to Kathy? (laughs) Now, you might think that I'm crazy, but about... Five years ago, there was a fella named Bruce Jenner, and he moved to Calabasas. There's a, there's no joke there. So it's not funny. It's horribly delivered. He's in trouble. Is it because it was on, I don't know, NBC, and they're supposed to be so woke, or is it because that's just a bad comedian? He's not a bad comedian, actually. Uh, Bad delivery. Well, when you don't SNL Week and Update, you have writers. I don't know if he wrote that himself. He's delivering somebody else's stuff. But every time we get near the LGBT or trans, it's a big deal. I want that answered. You know, the Bilderberg Group, is that made up of eight gay guys? Why is it such an issue? <laughs> uh, no, I'm asking. I'm dead serious. And and uh, if you think it's tough for uh, uh, Dave Chappelle or Michael Shade to do that stuff, try being a 57-year-old white guy. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, I can't imagine. I, I really, I, I, I say this with great admiration for your talent. I mean, I, I know who you are. I know who you've written for. I know your career. Uh, and uh, for you to be standing is remarkable. I mean, I honestly <laughs> feel like I should do you a favor and never talk about you on the air because I, I'm bringing attention <laughs> what? to you. I know it's, I mean, I kind of feel bad because I know there's somebody out there going, oh, oh, he's still saying these things, that damn white guy, and they'll go after you. Yeah, but if you're the, if you're the guy that started saying them first, you do get a little credibility yeah i was saying this stuff on uh tough crowd in 2000 and uh you know making fun of how white guys are portrayed in commercials in 1995 i was ahead of the curve but because i look like i'm from palermo nobody pays attention <laughs> you, you do look a little like you could be in a mob movie let me just tell you this one uh, these gay jokes are they gonna bring your son back to me so what is back to you? what is the problem between transsexuals, transgender, and, uh, and gay people. Why do they not get along? Well, I was in a bathhouse in San Francisco for like two hours last weekend, and I couldn't figure it out. I have no idea. <laughs> because they really don't. I mean, Dave Chappelle even talks about it. Once the T gets into the car, the yes. L's and the G's, they don't yeah. like it. 
It's like the Jews and the Palestinians, the, the Middle East. It's, uh, it's, 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 so, it's so convoluted. I read these articles on my show. I can't make heads or tail. Uh, uh, I should say tails. Uh, <laughs> who's upset at who for what? The, the, I think the gays are saying the trannies are giving us a bad rep. Trannies. First of all, that's 1970. Uh, transgender people are giving us a bad rep. It, it, I don't well, know. I, have heard, I, I still like women, Glenn. What can I tell yeah, you? I, I've heard from from gay friends who will say this is just th- that just friends? goes to this just goes too far. Just goes too far. We'll wait. What does? I agree if we're talking about, you know, sending them into our libraries and having them. I don't want anybody talk, that even makes kids think about sex. I don't want hot women going in and reading to my son. <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> um, he's got enough on his plate. Please just stop it. However, when it comes to I don't understand if you're saying and, and I am everybody should just be who they are. I don't care. I don't care if that's who you want to be. I don't understand how uh, the gay community could have a problem with that. Well, I just did a story on like the, the having drag queens put on shows for middle middle uh, student. Uh, yeah, no, I no, 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 kids. I have a problem with that because I have a problem because that is well, true. That's who the trans are. That's what they do. And um, all, of, I all of them, they go to middle school. Every schools one of them. I took really? a poll. <laughs> really? Yeah. The Quinniac poll said wow. 99.9%. I didn't said, know that. Um, I didn't it's know a great, that. great way to meet kids. Okay. Again, I kid. <laughs> Relax, Glenn. I can see you. You're turning red around. No, I'm, no, I'm not. Uh, okay, so let me, <laughs> let me go to the Democrats. The, like yesterday, <laughs> yesterday they. I'd hang with a, I'd hang with a transgender community before I'd hang with the Democrats. <laughs> oh Go my ahead. gosh, I would, I would have them all move in with me before, <laughs> before that. Uh, so the Democrats voted on something we're not really even sure what it is. The impeachment resolution, but it really doesn't do anything. Um, what are your thoughts on on what happened yesterday? But you make a great praise about, uh, a point about the process. I'm watching, like you said, they voted on this thing, but nothing moves forward. And you wonder why nothing gets done in Washington. But even I know, I'm not a legal scholar, obviously, but you, you, you can't be doing all this behind closed doors. The, the Republicans want to see the, uh, I guess there was some testimony, some witnesses yesterday, and, and Schiff wanted me to let them look at that. And and until I know who the original whistleblower was, um, this is all a sham. And uh, yeah, you know, again, Schiff, Schiff said yesterday um, he told the witness the GOP asked a question apparently, and Schiff said, "Don't answer that." Wait, what's he a lawyer now? A He's representing these yeah, people. Apparently, apparently, I mean, it's it's amazing what's going on. And I tell you, that's why people think this is a coup. If you can't put it out in the open, it's it feels like a coup. Well, they're going to televise it eventually, aren't they? They said it's going to be on TV before Thanksgiving. So I don't know what'll make me sick of the Detroit Lions offense or Adam Schiff <laughs> on my TV. I think I would go for the, uh, for the Adam Schiff. I go for Adam Schiff. Uh, there's another story out today we haven't had a chance to get to. Former President Barack Obama derided woke political purists and Twitter activists in a speech given Tuesday at the Obama Foundation Summit in Chicago. 
this idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're politically woke and all of that stuff, you should get over that quickly. That's funny coming from a guy who actually is behind the deep state and the guy that spied on Trump while he was running for president. You can't be more woke than that. So I don't know. Is that ever going to come out, Glenn? Is Devin Nunez and Gowdy and all these guys, uh, Lindsey Graham, who talk a big game, are they ever going to do anything? So you know what? You... They say to me, because I've talked to a few of the people on Capitol Hill, and they have said to me, Glenn, you know, how do we how do we phrase this? How do we we know what's going on, but how do we do this in a soundbite? Here's how. Is it against the national interest to have somebody look into the loss of seven billion dollars of your tax dollars? Is it in the national interest for the president to ask somebody to look into our governmental corruption, our foreign agents directly influencing the 2016 election, politicians in the U.S. colluding with a foreign government to steal from the American Treasury? Is it in our national interest to have the unlawful use of U.S. ambassadors and embassy personnel, national intelligence agencies, the State Department, in collusion with foreign agencies and NGOs to not only affect the election, but to steal billions of dollars from us. That's how that's how you phrase this. Well, all due respect, what scared me most about that statement is you said they came to you and asked you for advice. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, 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 no. That's what you said, Glenn. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> that's what I said. I'm that's getting that's nervous. That's what America heard. That's what America heard. I heard Nixon used to go to Casey Kasem <laughs> to get his geopolitical. Shut up. Nick DiPaolo from NickDip.com back in just a second. First, all right. I, you know, if you have sleepless nights... I like it when you buy something and uh, you it does exactly what it says it's going to do. Here we go. My pillow. It's going to help you with your sleepless nights. You're going to fluff it once at right at, uh, at uh, bedtime. You're going to put your fist through each ends of that pillow. You're going to fluff it once. You're going to lay your head down on it and you will not toss and turn again. This is my experience with my pillow, and it's not the experience I thought I was going to have because I like down pillows and everything else. But man, down pillows, I can never get them right. I'm always tossing and turnings, uh, turning. It doesn't happen with my pillow. Right now, you can get there, buy one, get one free. So buy one pillow, get the second one free with the promo code BECK. But you have to use the promo code BECK. Go to mypillow.com, see all of their specials, their sheets, their towels, everything under new radio listener specials. So click on that, new radio listener specials, and you'll get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including buy one pillow, get the next one free. Enter the promo code back or call 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials promo code back 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com we break for 10 seconds so uh uh, Nick DiPaolo is here. Nick, how many times uh, a year are you out on the road? Um, that's a great question. I would say two times. I would say 25. Yeah. Where Where are you out recently? Where Where can people see you? They can see me uh, Friday and Saturday, November 8th and 9th, the Kansas City Comedy Club. And uh, the, the following weekend, the Cortland Repertory Theater in Cortland, New York, November 15th 
And November 16th, the Comedy Works, Saratoga Springs. And uh, I have to mention this. I'm, f- I'm finally doing some gigs in my new home state of Georgia. Oh, you are? Which is, yes. Is yuck Yucks or uh, Milk Through Your Nose? Oh, no, I'm at Skid Marks. And, uh, no. <laughs> um, November 22nd, you're way off, Glenn. This is the historic Ritz Theater. Oh, wow. That's Friday, November 22nd. Saturday, November 23rd, the Tiff Theater in Tifton, Georgia. Mm. Uh, and I can't wait. There'll be a lot of trucker hats and tobacco, hopefully. Have you ever played the Roxy in, I'm trying to remember where it is in Pennsylvania. It's the first, it's the original Roxy Theater. Uh, I did a I did a, a show there once, and they used an arc spotlight. I mean, when I say it's a, the original, it hasn't changed since it was open, and they used an arc <laughs> spotlight, and so it was you know an arc light. It was burning carbon to light, and it was like the surface of the sun hot. It was like somebody was holding a giant magnifying glass on the sun. I thought it was going to set me on fire. That's how all the lights are, all these plants. And so I have a line every time. I use it every time. I, I go, hey, easy with the lights. What am I, a pot plant? And then the sensitive the light guy turns right. it all the way down, so yeah. I'm in the dark. And, well, yeah. halfway through my show, the you know, the it's carbon that's burning. And so halfway through the show, <laughs> You're gonna be taxed. it went out. It went out. Just, and then I went, oh, thank God. And the guy said, just a minute. <laughs> He put another one in and lit it back up. It was crazy. And the show was much funnier. Oh, after it, was. Put it, le- <laughs> it was. I was at the le- last theater I was at. They wouldn't let me smoke. And I said, are you kidding me? I'm sitting in a, on a broken ladder in the green room with paint buckets <laughs> around me, a fuse box with white. And there's literally asbestos dripping in my Diet Coke. <laughs> and the guy goes, you can't smoke in here. I said, what are you kidding you guys were shooting porn in this theater like three days ago, but I can't have a cigarette. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a new thing going on uh, now, and I just saw this yesterday. Have you seen the OK Boomer stuff? No, I have not. Okay, so there's, there's this new – it's a generational war, Nick. Uh, and there's this new uh, thing going on online and also on products. It says OK Bo- uh, Boomer have a terrible day or whatever. And it's the, uh, the, millennials? the millennials taking on the boomers. And everybody's immediately going, oh, look, they're just going, uh, there's the end. I got to tell you, most boomers despise millennials and have no problem saying it out loud. It's not like the, the millennials are starting this. They're just getting into the game. Yeah, they finally realize that they can push this such... Not all of them. I, I sort of get, think they get a bad rap, uh, the millennials. But Me they, too. But they are pretty soft. They, but they do get a bad rap. But uh, now I see that 70% of them wouldn't have a problem with socialism in this country. So now I hate every one of them. And uh, <laughs> I, I will push back. I'm, I might be 57. I've had right. 14 shoulder operations. Right. But I will take on... <laughs> Michael Che and his I, you know what I friends. think that the ones that I meet and not all of them but the ones that I have met I've I meet a lot of them who are Why? where are you hanging out it's creeping me out Glenn. I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna say uh, <laughs> at least at this time and not under yeah. oath um, the uh, uh, the thing that I see in Millennials is that when you when you stop talking the usual political bullcrap Right. They listen and they want to learn. Not not all of them, obviously, 
but they want to learn. They've never heard this stuff before. Well, that's, <laughs> they, that's right. Yeah, nobody's teaching them anything. Nobody's teaching them how to even think. They're just being taught what to think, and they know that's crap. Some of them do, and uh, but you're right. Right when they get to pre-K, from pre-K to college, they're being brainwashed yeah. with this left-wing uh, horse crap. So, yeah, some of them do enjoy to hear the truth. But uh, were you, you know, were you any different, Nick? Were you? I any was different? very different. Were yes. you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, are, I, was trans- I was transgender in 1976. <laughs> really? I was breaking the mold up at University of Maine. <laughs> no, I. I uh, I must have been different. I, I grew up in Boston. I went to school, University of Maine, and then I, I've spent the last 25 years in L.A. and New York, and I have these attitudes like I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, so right. I, I guess I am <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I I, when I was 30 before, I so literally sobered up and realized I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. Oh, what were you, what were you drinking when you were... Well, it made you so numb to what was going on. Well, in the world. Maker's Mark. I could Mar- use some Maker's of that Mark, now. So it was. <laughs> I know. I oh, wasted. Oh, Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark and uh, Jack Daniels. It was great. Holy moly! Yeah, no, it was great. And you still have I a nice head of hair, and you yeah. look healthy. <laughs> I know. It's it's unbelievable. I'm probably dead in 15 minutes, but uh, it no, was. No, I can tell. It was. You, you have a nice palate. Well, actually, you do look like Dead Kennedy it was circa five okay. years ago. So. <laughs> All right, I don't think we need to go there uh uh nick nick tapalo you can uh, find him online at nickdip.com watch his comedy special uh it is uh it is very raw and very funny nick dip thank you so much nick appreciate it glenn you're the best thank you, you sir. bet nickdip.com all right back in just a second news of the day continues American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, if you are a homeowner, now might be the time to consider your high interest debt and pouring that into your mortgage for a much lower rate without resetting your mortgage. You could save hundreds or even thousands of dollars each and every month, and that can help you ride out any coming storm that may be on the horizon. What you need to do is give American Financing a call. They have salary-based mortgage consultants, so they don't pressure you. They don't have any upfront fees that you have to pay. They just build custom loans to fit your needs. They listen to you. They find the options that you can have that will work for your situation for as little as $1,000 down or sometimes even less than that. So give American Financing a call today. Whether you're in the market to buy a home or you need to discuss the option of refinancing your mortgage or credit card debt, American Financing, they're the team of experts that can point you in the right direction. Give them a call now at 800-906-2440. It's 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Democracy does die in darkness. Airs tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern. Use the promo code GB20OFF to get $20 off your subscription. It's t- Welcome to the uh, program tonight uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, live. 
Uh, Democracy does die in darkness. It's part two of our special on Ukraine. Now, uh, I've talked to several people and they're like, should I go back and watch the last special just to catch up? I I don't think it's a bad idea to watch the chalkboard. There's a 50 minute uh, YouTube video that is out. Uh, and watch that uh, chalkboard special from about a month ago and reacquaint yourself with the timeline because we're we're adding the Democrats timeline to it today. And what we're going to do is I'm I'm going to show you how this is what they're doing is exactly what was done with O.J. Simpson. With o, the O.J. Simpson trial, there's a couple of things that were going on. One. The African-American community wanted justice, but not justice for Nicole. Not justice for, what was his name, Ronald Goldman? Mm -hmm. They wanted justice for African-Americans. And so uh, O.J. Simpson represented all African-Americans in their mind. You remember when we were like, how are they seeing this so differently? And the case was built on blood splatters and blood droplets in O.J.'s car, his shoes and his shoe prints in the flower beds of the murder site, uh, the weapon, all kinds of stuff. I'll show you all tonight, but it and, and and DNA. But all of that was dismissed on one thing. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Well, how did that happen? How did that work? That worked because many in the jury box and many um, in America wanted justice for the African-American, not for O.J. Simpson. And so every African-American, well, not every, most African-Americans would tell you right after the trial that O.J. was innocent. But now, with no other information, just time, African-Americans are the wild majority is he's guilty of sin. He absolutely killed her. And we know that he, he just tweeted two weeks ago from the golf course, still looking for the murderer, joking about it. Incredible. Joking about it, okay? Incredible. So th- that's how that won. That was won. It was won because there was a uh, uh, a sub-narrative going on that nobody really was talking about or addressing. Our sub-narrative is people hate Trump. They just hate Trump. Half the country just hates Trump. So mm-hmm. anything will be justice to them. But I warn you. It will turn around, and once you get past it, you will see the damage that you have done. Because it's not justice. It's just making you feel good. And the case that I'm going to lay out tonight from the Democrats is the glove. It's just the glove. Don't look at anything else. Look at the glove. Don't look at the DNA. Look at the glove. Don't look at the blood splatters. Look at the glove. Don't look at the footprints. Look at the glove. Don't look at the shoes. Look at the glove. Don't look at DNA. Look at the glove. I'll show you the glove tonight. Then I show you how the media has been 
absolutely lying to you, and it is all backed in facts. We will show you what they're saying, how they say they got there, and what the actual facts are. Because you don't do your own homework. Most people don't do their own homework. Americans don't. And so if you watched this special four weeks ago, you might have thought, well, why isn't anybody saying this? I'll tell you. Here's, here's one reason number one. They don't know how to say it because it's so complex. Let me teach you right now how to say it. They say that what Donald Trump did was wrong because it was personal to him. But what Donald Trump did, even if you even if you take the worst case scenario and say, okay, there was quid pro quo. What Donald Trump did was he called the uh, the president of the Ukraine and said, even though this is not what the transcript says, but let's take it at its worst. I want you to open up those investigations. I want you to open up the investigation on Joe Biden and his son. I want to know what happened to the missing money. I want to know what happened during the 2016 election. I want to know who was involved. And if you don't find that stuff out for me, I'm not giving you another dime. That's what he said. That's the worst case scenario, the worst interpretation of it. Okay. Well, see, he was just trying to get stuff on Joe Biden. He had something personal. All right. Let me flip this. And let me ask you, Americans, members of the jury, what's the difference between what I just said and Joe Biden, who's the vice president of the United States, in his own words, authorized to deliver this message from the president of the United States? That, yes, there is a quid pro quo. You fire this prosecutor because he's corrupt. And I want him to stop all of his investigations. What was he investigating? Where was the $7 billion from the U.S. government? Stop investigation on collusion, corruption. Uh, stop, uh, uh, stop looking into Burisma and Joe Biden's son. You stop it right now or we're not going to pay you a billion dollars. What's the difference? They'll say he wasn't doing that for political reasons. He wasn't doing that for political gain. Trump was. Uh, doing what? You mean, so is, it, is there a difference between the political game being his personal chit in this and, and Joe Biden's son enriching himself as his personal chit? Is there a real difference? Well, they'll say there's no evidence that he was doing it for his son. Uh, no, no, no. No. The uh, prosecutor was already investigating. Mm-hmm. The next on his docket was Hunter Biden, according to that investigator, and according to the investigator that replaced that investigator that Joe Biden said was the best. So we know that they were investigating. Now, here's the real difference Joe Biden was saying, stop all investigations. Donald Trump was saying, start investigating. He didn't say, I want you to come up with this answer or this answer. Oh, it was implied. Was it? Where? Come up with this answer or this answer. Now, you could say it was implied, but here's why it could be implied. 
Because both the prosecutor that was fired and the prosecutor that replaced him both had tried to go to our corrupt embassy and our corrupt ambassador to deliver to the DOJ and to the Southern District of New York crates of evidence of collusion, of, uh, of uh, tampering with a government's uh, justice department, with U.S. interference with the government of Ukraine to the point to where they got them to collude, to find dirt, to throw our last election. Yeah, there, there were some things implied that you should look into. Yes. But which one's in our national interest? To find the $7 billion that was lost? To find out what really happened in the 2016 election? Because I was all for the the um, the investigation into Trump on on uh, Russia. I need to know. I want to know if he's dirty. I wanted him to go to jail. We have to know if foreigners are influencing our elections. Well, they didn't find it. But we have real evidence, including people that got prison time in Ukraine for interference in our elections. We have tapes of them saying they did it. We shouldn't look into that. And all of that is why the administration should be talking about the national interest. Yes. It takes it out of the political realm. Take it's it out not of the about political politics. realm. politics. Yes. Give them the quid pro quo. If it's for the national interest, so what? That's what we do all the time in the interest of the nation is say, look, we're not going to give you... Uh, huge amounts, billions of dollars in aid if you're doing things against our interest. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. So that's what you that's how they need to talk about it in Washington, but mm-hmm. they don't because honestly, I don't think they have the facts when the New York Times says, well, that ambassador she, that was never said. the the uh, the uh, the uh, attorney and the prosecuting general over in in uh, Ukraine, he, he he took that back. He he recanted all of that. He said that's not what happened. Wait, what? Now we'll show you how that lie was built tonight. And it builds to part three. And it's going to be in two weeks. Because I can't... <sighs> we're, we're, uh, this is the darkest thing uh, we have ever found. Um, and... Uh, you know I have always told you the truth about the good and the bad about America. I'm about to tell you one of the worst things America, I think, has ever done. And it's currently being done. And it's being done because it was put into motion by the Obama administration with the help of Hillary Clinton and all the usual suspects. And uh, if... When this is exposed, if no one picks this up and no one stops this, I don't think I can fly the American flag. I told Pat just a bit of that uh, today of what we found. He only knows like literally 5% of what we know. Am I overstating that, Pat? No. I'm ashamed of our country. And it is everything that the left always say they hate 
and they put this in motion and that's truly what's being protected here this is not about joe biden it is not about donald trump it's not even i mean it's on the road of what i showed you last time but in our follow-up research oh oh it's much worse and you know what's amazing is every time our country has done something shameful it's the same people same people it's progressive same people every single time every time so uh we will uh uh we, we need you to watch this special tonight it is free so everyone can watch it please tell all of your friends uh it is at 8 p.m eastern 8 p.m eastern uh and that's 5 p.m pacific you can watch it on my youtube uh channel you can watch it on my facebook page or if you're a member of the Blaze, save $20 now. Just use the promo code GB20OFF, but join us and become a member of the team at blazetv.com. If you want to watch it for free, you can tonight on YouTube and Facebook, 8 p.m. Eastern. Watch this special tonight. So Bill is a runner. Bill's a runner in Colorado. And man, he runs and runs and runs and runs. And you want to talk about crazy? He runs in the mountains of Colorado. I don't even want to walk. I barely even want to drive those mountains. But he's running them. And he's doing marathon. Well, he was coming down a hill in the uh, mountains. And he was running more than 12 miles an hour. Hmm. Bill fortunately knew about Relief Factor after the race, and he started taking it immediately and daily because he really screwed up his leg. Well, he's the type of guy that's not going to let anything stop him from doing what he loves, and Relief Factor was there to help him make that stand. And today, Bill continues to run his races through the mountains. Knowing about and taking Relief Factor helped him to get back his life, and it can help you too. Don't wait. When taken properly, Relief Factor attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain, and it works for 70% of the people who take it. And it only costs nineteen ninety-five to start with a three-week quick start trial. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. This is the Glenbeck Program. Here's the big good news story of the day. A federal judge in Kentucky on Monday partially reopened the Covington Catholic High School student Nicholas Sandman's $250 million defamation lawsuit against the Washington Post. Now, it went to the same judge that dismissed this in July, but the, uh, uh, the attorneys went back and changed the, um, the suit a bit. The new ruling... Um, is uh, now based on this amended complaint. The decision permitted Sandman to obtain documents from the Post during an uh, upcoming discovery process, as his lawyers have sought to argue that the paper negligently covered Sandman's interaction with uh, the Native American man Nathan Phillips, while the student wore a red Make America Great Again hat, stood outside of the Lincoln Memorial in January. 
Uh, the attorney says the ruling bodes well for the NBC and CNN cases as well. Good. Good. Now, uh, what actually happened? How? Because it was only open partially. So what does that mean? We have Todd McMurdy on with us. He is the lead attorney on this case. He's the guy who argued it yesterday uh, and uh, had this thing reopened. So what does it mean? Hopefully, hopefully, because the case really boils down to the Washington Post didn't do any homework to find out that Phillips was a bad actor, Mm -hmm. that Phillips was a bad guy. Once you once you look into that, well, the whole situation changes. And they just defamed the kid over and over and over and over over again. And so he's saying, look, you know, this is what was said about me. This is what's said about Phillips. They made him in the good guy, me into the villain. But when they got the extra tape, they still didn't change. Right. They still didn't change. When they got the information, they still didn't change. I hope the Washington Post is hit for more than $250 million. But we will see. We'll talk to the lead attorney on this case in just about six, seven minutes. Stand by. You're listening to Glenn Hillary, we got a lot to cover yet today. We have some great audio of Obama dismissing the woke culture. Oh my gosh. And then audio from Michelle Obama right after Michelle. Wait till you hear the two of them together. Oh, it's a can't wait. It's a psycho fest. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about Relief Factor. Um, I have had my pain relieved by Relief Factor. I'm a different guy because of Relief Factor, and you can be too. If you have pain that you just can't get past, 100% drug-free, created by doctors. Take it for three weeks as directed, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's a dollar a day. It's like a trial pack. 70% of the people who take this Go on to order more month after month, 70%, because it works. It has four key ingredients that help fight uh, against inflation. It helps your body do all of the work. So join me and get your life back with Relief Factor and start their three-week quick start for only $19.95. ReliefFactor.com or 800-583-84. Do it now. ReliefFactor.com. All right. We are going to... uh, Take you many different places, including uh, the House of Obama and and the House of Amazon, the Washington Post. Next. A federal judge in Kentucky this week partially reopened the Covington Catholic High School student Nicholas Sandman's $250 million defamation lawsuit against the Washington Post. Now, this is the same judge that dismissed it in July. He just said, all right, let's go forward. What changed? The lead attorney, the guy who argued in front of this uh, judge, is here to tell us what happened. And I'm trying to contain my glee 
what it means to The Washington Post, NBC, CNN, and all the rest in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, the last thing you, you, there's never a good time for your car to break down. Is there ever? (laughs) I was like, oh, well, I'm on vacation, so, you know, I don't need my car. No, you're on vacation. You don't want to worry about your car. There's never a good time when you think, oh, you know what? I've got enough money. I don't mind replacing that defibrillator at $1,000. No, I'm cool with that. This is never, never. This is why you want Car Shield. It's, uh, you know, it's like uh, fire insurance for your house. Oh, my house burned down. Well, I got the extra money. No, you don't. Same thing with your car. That's why you have Car Shield. They, they also will provide 24-7 roadside assistance, a rental car while yours is being fixed, and it all happens for free. So don't let that check engine light, you know, have you go, oh, well, now is the perfect time. I got a lot of money and, uh, and, and no place to go. Car Shield at Car 6000. 1-800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com and use the promo code BECK and save 10%. That's carshield.com, promo code BECK, or call 800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BECK. A deductible may apply. Todd McMurtry is an experienced trial attorney, Harvard-trained mediator, He's an active member uh, of the Board of Governors for the Kentucky Bar Association. He's formerly the president of the Northern Kentucky Bar Association, board member of the uh, Northern Kentucky Volunteer uh, Lawyers. This guy looks to be a guy I wouldn't want to see across for me if I were the Washington Post. Uh, But he is here to tell us exactly what happened on Monday in the Nick Sandman case against the Washington Post. Todd, welcome to the program. Go ahead and good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So so why Uh, did the judge why did the judge throw this away, uh, throw this out in the first place in July? The judge's initial ruling on the case uh, suggested that uh, he said that everything that the Washington Post had published uh, was basically an opinion or not related to Nick Sandman. And so when there were statements like the students were, were mocking, he, he said that's not related to Nick Sandman. When uh, Nathan Phillips, when the Post reported that Nathan Phillips said I was blocked and, and they prevented me from retreating, uh, the judge said that that was an opinion. And so what, what we did, and my co-counsel in this case is Lynn Wood out of Atlanta. Lynn and I looked at this, and, and we said that there was some opportunity here to provide some additional information that might uh, change the judge's thinking. So we did that. We provided some additional video, which showed more fully what happened. We provided uh, statements about uh, Nathan Phillips being basically a professional protester and mm-hmm. a provocateur, and we said that the Washington Post should not have taken his statements at face value that he was an unreliable person and that they negligently republished a false factual narrative. And uh, uh, that, that's, that was persuasive. Uh, the court's order came out uh, just, just the other day, and uh, we're off to a conference on December 3rd to uh, push the case ahead. Well, how can, how can somebody say that, well, he wasn't talking about Nick Sandman when he became the face of it? For instance, if I say... You know, the brave protesters in Tiananmen Square. I don't mean just the guy who stood in front of the tank, but he's the guy we all think of. 
Now, we didn't see his face. We don't know his identity, but they've concentrated on his face. He is the face. The civil rights movement wasn't only Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther King was the image that we saw all the time. So how can this not how can this not be defamation of him? Well, with reg- it is defamation, and the, and the court, with regard to some of those statements, is going to allow us to proceed. With regard to the others, we don't agree with the court's ruling in every aspect, um, and, and that's why the judge struck some of those statements. So that's an issue we'll have to address later. I would agree with you. I think there's good law that, that says that you're right and I'm right, but right now we're just happy to be uh, proceeding with the case. Does it help, Todd, that the—well, I don't know about the Washington Post, but other outlets I know— even after they found out who Phillips was, they dismissed all of that and still tried to make Nick look like the bad kid. Correct. It it does help with the other cases because the same analysis would apply. And we went into the other lawsuits and amended those to, to make them similar to the, the Washington Post uh, case, which the judge is now not dismissed. And so we would expect that, that we'll get the same result, but we'll see. Um, and you're right. I mean, uh, plenty of other news outlets. Uh, I mean, the Washington Post has issued a editor's note on some of their uh, reporting, but uh, CNN and NBC have, have uh, never retracted. So we have seen that problem as well. How how confident are you in this in this case? Because this this case could really change reporting, I think, in a good way. Um, you know, they all had the same access that that I had and others had, and they wanted this story to be true, and so they made it true. Uh, how confident are you, and what do you think the ramifications will be if you win? Well, we're, of course, confident. We're all investing an enormous amount of time and effort into this case, and we wouldn't do that if we didn't feel that we had a, a legitimate, strong case. Uh, I think that the case, when it's ultimately presented to a jury, is going to be very persuasive, even with the limitations that the court has, has placed on some of our allegations. And with regard to the effect that this case could have, well, it could protect people like Nicholas Sandman, who are you know, private figures from being attacked and ravaged by the media in the way that he was by basically sending out a, a strong warning that if you're going to attack minors or private individuals and use them as a tool in a, you know, in, in a d- debate or a culture war, an attack on a president, whatever it may be, that you better think twice. So we certainly would hope that we can uh, generate change in the process of bringing these lawsuits. What's Nick's life been like since this? Well, Nick was 16 uh, and a junior in high school when this happened. Uh, he's now 17, and he's a senior in high school. I mean, his his time at school is going well, but there's there's no doubt that there have been you know many things that have happened to him uh, over the past 10 months or so that are have been very negative. And there's no doubt that when a person like Nick Samman goes out in public, people know who he is. Everywhere I've been with him, people know who he is. And so he's, you know, constantly concerned about running into the wrong person out there. So uh, what is his college? An unfortunate fact. What is his college admittance going to be like? What is his life on a college campus in today's world going to be like? Well, my my uh, son's a little bit older than Nick, and and he. Two years ago, he had a plate of French fries thrown on him for wearing a Make America Great Again hat at his college. Um, I would think that uh, 
that college life for a person with that reputation is, is going to be a challenge. Uh, as for college admissions, we don't know. He's applying. We'll see how that goes. Todd, we wish you well. Um, how are the cases against uh, NBC and CNN and others going? Those cases are they're currently pending on motions to dismiss, and we're just in the briefing process of those. Uh, we've substantially completed that, so I think everything's in front of the judge now, and he'll be issuing a ruling that we hope will be favorable for the same reasons that the Washington Post uh, recent ruling was favorable. Our uh, prayers are with you. Thank you so much, Todd, and best to uh, the Sandmans. Appreciate it. Glenn, thank you so much. Todd McMurtry. Uh, Murtry, um, you can follow him or find him at Todd McMurtry law.com is it the sand mans or is it the sand men sand it's the sand mans did i say this no yeah. i'm i'm just one you said the sand man so i was thinking yeah, I think maybe it should man. be sand men no i don't uh, but i don't think not. that's the way maybe it, not no i don't think that's the way it works exactly but thank <laughs> you for that all right tip. yeah thank you for that tip mm-hmm. uh, appreciate it happy to help LifeLock. Every two seconds, somebody's identity is stolen. Uh, every two seconds. And this isn't just a crime problem. It's a crime epidemic. And we don't really think of it that way because we don't see it happening. We don't see the guys coming in with the guns or, or anything like that. This is happening usually on another continent. Every two seconds in this country. And their mark could be you. It's important that you understand our connected world and how cyber criminals can try to take what's yours. You could miss certain identity threats if you're only monitoring your credit. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, and their U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to work to fix them. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. And if you act now, you'll get an extra 10% off your first year with the promo code BECK. So call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save an extra 10% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I want to play a couple of pieces of audio for you from the same day. Here's former President Obama. Dismissing the woke culture as politically ineffective. Listen. This idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff. You should get over that quickly. The world, the world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or used the word wrong verb or then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because man you see how woke I was I called you out (laughs) you know that's not that's not activism that that's not bringing about change ah oh really huh coming from him that's pretty interesting well he's kind of in the hot seat now because he wasn't pure enough so uh, uh-huh, the, right. The group of people that he right. first corralled uh, realized that he was a not a true believer. So he was he's he betrayed only, the revolution. He's only like eighty percent Marxist. Yeah, he had a few tendencies that right. led him down the wrong road. Okay, so uh, Obama uh, talking about activism. 
says you got to stop with the woke culture because it's politically ineffective. <laughs> and then Michelle Obama says this. I can't make people of not afraid of black people. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I can't explain what's happening in your head. But maybe if I show up every day as a human, a good human doing wonderful things, wow. loving my family, loving your kids, taking care of things that I care about, maybe just maybe that work will pick away at the scabs of your discrimination. <sighs> She's flat out racist. She's a she, that's racist. Well, wait a minute. What do you mean you can't? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I can't make people not afraid of white people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. I can't explain what's happening in your head. But maybe if I show up every day as a human, a good human, doing good things, loving your kids. Well, maybe just maybe that will work to pick away at the scabs of your discrimination. <laughs> See, I think this works both ways. It does. I think it works both ways. I, I, you know, I can't, I can't make people not afraid of black people. Well, yeah, you can, you can, you can help. You can help by not attacking all white people, by not saying that all white people are bad, by not saying, and, and, and being more like your husband was saying, but not necessarily doing, but like your husband said, you know, every time you make a mistake, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just makes you feel better. But it doesn't make it doesn't help anything. It doesn't help anything. So you use the wrong term. You don't understand. If you're wanting to be a good human, you're like, hey, dude, that's cool. I mean, I understand. But that that's, that, that word is like 1950. <laughs> so, you know, I want to just without any kind mm-hmm. of accusation, without anything else, just be cool with one with one another. And the same thing goes with white people towards black people. But right now, we are in reverse discrimination. And even that is proof of it. Because you're saying there is no such thing as reverse discrimination because of the hierarchy. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. If we all are created equal and we're all the same... Then you should two wrongs don't make a right. But maybe that's maybe that's just me. Uh, Here is Bloomberg on the Democratic primary field. Listen to this. It's just X number of months later. Nothing's changed. You know, I, I have my reservations about the people running and the way they're campaigning and the, the promises they're making that they can't fulfill and their unwillingness to really uh, admit what they what is possible and what isn't and their inconsistency of, from day to day and location and location. This is not the ways to run a railroad. This country is in real trouble. We need somebody to pull people together. And when they say, I'm not going to talk to somebody from across the aisle, this is our country. What do you mean you're not going to talk to somebody from across the aisle? We've got to work together. And I don't see that. What a uniter. What a uniter. And I love the way he Mm. talks about, you know, there's no way to run a railroad. Last politician that talked about the railroads working was Mussolini, but I digress. Uh, Listen to this. Here's a reporter talking about how Trump is actually a recruitment agent for ISIS. Listen to this. 
He's a recruiting sergeant for ISIS, Chris, in so many ways. Tony mentioned the whole oil argument, which has obviously been a narrative for a long time. He also is someone who is an Islamophobe, which obviously helps groups like ISIS recruit disillusioned, angry young men from across the world, not just from across the Middle East. Uh, he's featured. He's been featured in ISIS recruiting videos, and his Muslim ban has definitely been a recruiting ad for <laughs> ISIS. So in Obama. many ways, he helps, uh, quote, unquote, the enemy. Okay. Wow. Um, now, how is it? how is it that... It is our presence in the Middle East that is the recruiting arm of ISIS. Our presence there mm-hmm. makes them want to go fight us. So here you have a president who just doesn't just say, I'm going to get out of the Middle East, actually has been shutting things down actively. Uh, and he's the recruiting Person, yeah. he's he's like, get the hell out of there. I don't want anything to do with it. It's a really good point. I mean, how is that possible? Um, by the way, a recruit, a recruiting poster. He's the guy. He people want to join ISIS because we almost wiped all of them out. <laughs> yeah, I want to sign up because the bombs are coming now. Yeah, and it's not like they weren't. They weren't pissed at us before, but now they are. Now they are. Now yeah. they are now because they are. because Trump said some colorful things about the way one of them died. Oh, I can't take that. I can't take yeah. that. I cannot take the fact. Of course he said that. Mm-hmm. Of course he said that. And of course, I, I mean, did anybody really think that al-Baghdadi was doing that? Why did, why did President Bush always call Saddam Hussein Saddam? The first President Bush. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think that was H.W., wasn't it? Uh, well, they both. I think they, I think they both did it. George but W. I know too. George H.W. Yeah. did, yeah. but I think it was it, both of them. Be, it seems to me that that was an insult. It's an insult. Yeah. Saddam Hussein is an insult. It's Saddam Hussein. So it wasn't because I remember people going, he doesn't even know how to pronounce the name. He, <laughs> he did, did it, it intentionally. Mm-hmm. What do you think that. Oh, he was whimpering. He died like a dog in a tunnel. A oh, coward. That, he, he's making fun of dogs. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. He's sowing the seeds of doubt. And I love mm. the fact that the press was like, well, we went to the Pentagon to find out if there was any footage of that. And him crying. Now the latest is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel came out on Monday, and yeah. the White House is now asking for an apology. Well, he just flat out lied. Lied. Made it up. Yeah, he said, basically he said, the president was out golfing, and he wasn't even there. It's he wasn't even there. And they didn't tell him because they were afraid that he was going to tweet about it. Uh, no, Jimmy, no, he was there. He was there. He actually went as far as to say as that those pictures of President Trump watching it that that was a photo op. That was a setup photo taken later. Wow. I mean, they didn't wow. say anything about Barack Obama literally, verifiably going upstairs and playing cards with an intern because he couldn't watch what was going on when they were killing Osama bin Laden. He would come down from time right. to time and then he'd be like, oh, I can't watch this. And so he would go upstairs and play cards. Yeah, with his with his basketball buddy. Right? Yeah, was it basketball buddy? Yeah, I it, knew it was somebody. that yeah. was like, uh huh. You, you went up and played uh, yeah. cards. Your troops are on the line, and you're playing cards because you're such a girl. <laughs> and I no offense to twelve year old girls, because most twelve year old girls 
could handle what they were seeing in the situation room. So I don't mean 12-year-old girls, maybe 8-year-old girls. Because after all, isn't that the little pink bike and the helmet that he was? Oh, gosh, he was such an embarrassment. Oh. America, maybe soon our long national nightmare will be over. I don't know when. I don't know how. But soon it's got to end, doesn't it? More in just a second. And your phone calls, 888-727-BECK. We'll take some of your phone calls now. 888-727-BECK. Stand by. So you go into the dentist's office, you have a root canal, and they strap you down in the chair, and the and the dentist is just kind of looking at stuff like he's not really sure, and then he's putting the stuff in your mouth, and he's getting ready, and the, the drill is coming at you. And uh, you say, uh, right before he puts the drill in your mouth, hey, Doc, how many times have you done this before? And he's like, oh, I just moonlight on this job. This is my first. I mean, no, I've done it once before. Do you get up from the chair? Because I do. There is nothing like dental surgery except for selling your home. Don't have a part-timer do it. Don't have somebody like, ah, yeah, just do this in moonlight. Get the right real estate agent. Get them the first time. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. You sign up with Real Estate Agents I Trust, we're going to send you the best agent in your area. The one that sells the most houses, has the best track record, somebody that knows how to price your your home and, and price it to move or price it for you to buy your next home. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now if you want to sell or buy your house. Tune in tonight to see Glenn break down the media's disinformation on Ukraine. Democracy does die in darkness tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, welcome to the uh, program. Uh, I want to go to uh, Karen in Virginia. Hello, Karen. You're on the Glenbeck program. Good morning. How are I you? I know how you're doing, so I won't waste time there. <laughs> uh, Karen, Karen, Karen. Are you going to watch the special tonight? Of course. I watch you every day. Thank you very even much. Even from when I'm in Europe. Uh, you go to Europe often, and then you uh, you watch from there? I do. How? Where do you go in Europe, and how are things? Well, I just came back from the Ukraine, Ooh. and uh, I was there for six. I was in Kiev for six days. I went to Chernobyl for two days. What is that like? I've always wanted to go to Chernobyl. What is that like? It's the biggest waste of time <gasps> you'll ever. No, imagine. really. Yes, the most interesting thing that I saw there. They have a team that came in from the UK, and they have this drone. And we were going into like this field where the, we 
our rust belt has nothing on Chernobyl. Everything's rusted and contaminated. Yeah. But I saw this drone out of the corner of my eye, which I was trying to get a picture of. It turns out that there's a team from the U.K., and they use that drone, and they come in and they do the mapping to see where the contamination has risen or fallen, and they map that using this drone. And I thought that was the most interesting thing. Wow, that's a boar fest. So, uh, so, so, did you get close to any of the like the spooky playgrounds, or you know, the you don't get close to the plant or anything, do you? Uh, you you get right outside it. You're right there by the uh, waste, con- um, the nuclear uh, waste where the when they pull the rods from the tower. Really, where they where they storm the um, nuclear uh, contamination storage. Um, it's a very, it's I just don't know how that's not fascinating. It's what you say? It's more dangerous to go there for being injured than it is from contamination. Mm. Uh, there is, there's glass everywhere. Mm. Uh, you see. You, you, well, it's not a place I'm taking my kids to go picnicking, but. Well, I just saved you a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so uh, how can I help you, Karen? I was just going to tell you about checking in uh, about Kiev and, and some of the stuff going on there. Uh, I stayed in a five-star hotel, and it was the craziest thing. Barely anyone spoke above a whisper, and I couldn't figure this out. There is no cash drawer. I, I paid in cash. They print out my receipt. They have you sign it. Then they wrap the receipt around your money, and it goes walking off somewhere else, and if you have change coming back and the change comes from somewhere else it's the strangest thing i've ever seen and i get to my room on the third floor and i'm taking some pictures off the balcony and a little while later as i'm unpacking i hear all this noise and drum beats and shouting and i go to the balcony to look out as far as the eye could see there were thousands and thousands of people marching in protest under my balcony Mm. And Do you know what they were protesting? Supposedly, <clears throat> they, because there's two versions, supposedly, as far as I can tell. Supposedly, they were protesting that there's a law where, that the people are protesting which would allow anyone to buy and sell land. And the thing mm. about that is that means the Russian Federation come in, could come in and buy land. And that's why they were protesting. Mm. And they like to set off bombs occasionally, and they set off a small one under the balcony, more for effect than any damage. You know, there's mm. not. But it was it's it's a very strange place. You run into very few people who speak English, even in this five star hotel. Mm. Uh, I spent six days there. I got only one receipt given to me, which I still find strange, uh, and that was from the currency exchange. Wow. Um, but it's uh, it's just a, a very – I would not go back. And let me tell you, I'm saving you money. You don't have yeah, to – Yeah, I know, because I kind of want to go. But, I well, mean, geez, you know if uh... – In Chernobyl, when they talk about the Bridge of Death, yeah, didn't happen. Yeah, I know that. I know that. I know that. But thanks for wrecking it again for me, Karen. <laughs> I appreciate it, Karen. You know, it's it's not a surprise they don't keep receipts. It's a very, very corrupt – Country. I mean, think about the history of this country. First, they're all wiped out through starvation uh, by the Soviets. Then the Nazis kick them out and the Nazis kill them. And then the Soviets come back and uh, take over and they're under the Soviet rule 
until the wall comes down. I mean, they don't have any idea what real freedom is like. They are just scrappy people who just everybody's in it for themselves because that's the way it's always been. Let me go and John uh, to John in North Carolina. Hi, John. Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi there. John, thanks for having me on. Sure. It's a pleasure, sir. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, you were talking about Michelle Obama and, and some of the things that she said, and immediately uh, what came to my mind was an old poem by Langston Hughes. And I, I, I don't I think, think it's like from the 70s. Wait, can you quote some of it? Yeah, sure. It's, um, I play it cool and dig all jive. That's the reason I stay alive. My motto as I live and learn is dig and be dug in return. Good words to live by. Not sure I really understand it, <laughs> but okay, we'll leave it at that. Thanks, John. Let me go to Randy in New York. Hello, Randy. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having Good. me on your show. <laughs> Good. Uh, you imagine having watch. that yeah. rattling around in your head yeah, it's, for your whole life. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Randy. Go actually, ahead. Yeah. yeah, actually, I just did. I just actually listened to your previous caller. He's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> but anyway, um, number one, first thing I got to say is this. Number one, I voted for Trump. And the reason I voted for him, because he's one, he's not a politician. Because uh-huh. every time a politician opens their mouth, they're lying. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, number two, uh, after this quote-unquote coop is going on saying whatever the hell they're doing yeah once the ig report comes out what can happen once the truth hits the you know the proverbial fan what can happen to hillary because i know she's involved i we all know it and i have a feeling biden he's involved as well i don't think that's going to be in the ig report I don't think that will be in the ID. No, and stuff like that. No, I don't. I don't. uh, I don't think so. I I think what you're going to see is a lot of stuff that's coming out of Ukraine, uh, and you're going to see some low, lower tiered people. um, And I will explain this. You have to watch the special tonight because this is part two, uh, and uh, this was going to lead right directly into part three. And you have to know all of the facts to be able to get to part three. Um, and this one is talking about what they say is happening, but you will see once you understand their scenario and what they're pitching in the media and how the media is working with them. When you see that, you'll realize they are really guarding the past and they are trying to dismiss anything that happened in the past. And that's where you're going to find Hillary Clinton and all of those people. You're going to find them uh, connected to the State Department. She was Secretary of State. Uh, Not a coincidence, as you will find out and grow to find out. Um, But she was Secretary of State. Uh, Those are all the people that are being called to testify against him now. They are protecting the core. Uh, and you will understand that. And then when we re- release in two weeks, when we release the third episode, it will become very, very, very clear to you. And I don't think anybody's going to go there. Uh, maybe because the way you started this, Randy, maybe because Trump is not a politician, maybe he will be the one that will expose it and stop it in its tracks. And I hope that is true. Thanks for your call. Let me go to Tim in Arizona. Tim, uh, why is our, is our phones, our phone locked in? There's Tim. Hi, Tim. How are you doing? Are you there, Glenn? Yeah, I am. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, uh, nice. Uh, What you guys do is fantastic. Thank you. I want to thank you for keeping people informed. 
as much as you possibly can. Thank you. Uh, as I told the uh, screener, his group of people that he's surrounded with are really suspect to a number of people that I know that are very much involved, retired admirals and generals that I worked with through my 37-year professional flying career. We stay in contact. Uh, I have the ability to pick up the phone and have information out of the Pentagon within 10 minutes. Um because of the connections these guys keep all the way through. So these you're you're are, saying that Trump is surrounded by bad people. You bet. I agree. Uh, I think the only person in that cabinet that I would trust would be Ben Carson. What do you think? Uh, I you know I don't know. I I like Ben myself. Um, he seems a little spineless to me. Uh, but he's not a he's not a politician. I, I don't I don't know who I would trust if I were the president. Um, I would if I were president, but I have the ability. He has the ability to capture attention. He doesn't have the ability to tell a story. So if I were president, I would be telling my own story and I would be telling it clearly every day. Um, but there is no one in the administration that is helping him tell a story. And that's what he must do. Or the country, truly, the country is lost. Let me take one more phone call, Sean, in Colorado. Hello, Sean. Glad back. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, man, real quick on the banks. I've been listening to you talk about the banks for a couple weeks now. Here's what's going on with the banks. Okay. It's so simple. So we hit our debt ceiling in May, correct? So there's no new treasuries being issued, which means no new reserves are being added to the bank. So this is why the bank started buying gold and as a tier one asset. Well, August, they raised the debt limit again. So now they're adding more uh, reserves back to banks. They got to rebuild the reserves that were not added through those uh, two months. Mm-hmm. So that's what the repos are. They're just adding reserves back to the banks to get them up to, uh, I think it's $10 billion reserves per bank, something like that. So, so they can buy, so they will have that cushion so they can buy more government debt. Well, I guess you could say it's a cushion. I mean, I don't look at it as a cushion, but... Well, they're requirement. Right, it, it's required, yeah. you know, so they have to have the reserves. But what they do with the reserves are, these reserves are what's lent out in the form of loans, car loans, home loans, yada, yada, all this. Mm-hmm. And they also have, you know, they also have trading desks at these banks. They buy assets like stocks, bonds, currencies, precious metals. So this is why stocks are going to keep going up, Glenn, because they're adding all these reserves to these banks. You should buy some stock, some good stock. No, I, uh, I'm i aware of that. I think the stock, uh, you know, I said, uh, what, a year and a half ago that I thought we were headed towards a melt-up, uh, which is going to be a huge spike in stocks, and then eventually that comes crashing down. Uh, because I think stocks, you're right. I think uh, stocks are where the inflation is. Stock is where the money is going. Uh, from the big uh, investors and not the regular person. But you have to be really, really careful. Sean, thank you for your phone call. Appreciate it. All right, so I want to talk to you about your office chair. I mean, you can have a great office and everything else, but do you have a really comfortable chair? Or do you have one of those stylus chairs? Do you have one of those really nice, expensive chairs that everybody thinks is comfortable, but not so much? I mean, I've always wondered why the people who make the chairs for the airport, 
why everybody thinks that that chair is the chair that they want in their office. Have you sat in the airport chairs? Anyway, uh, I wanted to introduce you to the best office chair. It is X chair. And you can find it at xchairbeck.com, xchairbeck.com. It is uh, what I'm sitting in right now. I sit in it every day. I have one in my office. I absolutely love it. You can get it at xchairbeck.com now for $100 off. Now, here's the thing. How are you going to know what it feels like? Well, you can order one now. They'll ship it to you. And if you don't love it, if if it's not everything I say it is, if it's not the best chair you've ever sat in, you can just ship it back. They pay for the shipping. Now, that's how confident they are in this promise that this is a great chair because they'd go broke if everybody was sending their check their chairs back. So try it out. Go to xchairbeck.com. Look at all of the different options. Find one that's right for you. Right now, it's $100 off at xchairbeck.com use the promo code beck and you're going to receive a new set of free x wheels it's xchairbeck.com or call 844-4x-chair xchairbeck.com you're listening to glenn beck So another doctor has looked at uh, the autopsy results of um, of uh, R- R- Jeffrey Epstein and uh, has said that these bones that were fractured in the neck were much more common in homicide than suicide. In fact, he said they're extremely rare in suicide. Uh, but we all know it was a suicide, right? So, <laughs> well, it's already been declared a suicide. Yeah. So they, they took care of that a long time yeah, ago. They had no problems doing that. Now right. there's ah, come on. some conspiracy theories. That- well, I mean, because people just make such a big deal out of the fact that the video feed didn't work and that they had just gotten rid of his cellmate. And, yeah. the, well, and the two guards fell asleep. Right. And never right. checked on him when never they were supposed to do it every and 15 minutes. And that technology. Ah, and they didn't they didn't have paper sheets in there so that he, you know, couldn't oh, hurt himself. That 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 almost never happens. Ah, what are there the hasn't, odds? There hasn't been a, a suicide before that one for 40 years at that facility. Wow. Well, ah, it's all coincidence. It really is. Amazing coincidence. See, now you're saying that, and I don't think you're, you don't sound like you mean it's a coincidence. Coincidence. what yeah really yeah huh. yeah hmm yeah it's either <laughs> it's either that or everyone who has any power uh. was sleeping with little children uh with jeffrey epstein uh by their side and all of them went okay you fix the cameras i'll fix the right. guards you fix the sheets you and... get rid of the cellmate <laughs> right uh. and you go in and choke him to death hillary <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you think the contract killer was named Hillary? Huh. I, I, I don't weird. know. I don't that's, know. That's weird. That's totally unrelated to Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Right. Right. For Hillary Clinton, that would be what? 49, 50? <laughs> oh, the 51? people that she killed? Yeah. Strangled yeah. to death with their sheets? <laughs> yeah, I think it's only 50 if you look at just the one she used the sheets to kill people. <laughs> 
if you include pr- plane crashes, it's a little bit <laughs> yeah, higher. Yeah. Gunshots, dragging higher. somebody across the park. <laughs> it's a higher number. But 50 strangled with sheets, yes. <laughs> See you tonight on our special Facebook uh, and YouTube live 8 p.m.